Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. I am so pleased to be here with one of the most influential way showers of our time. Sandra Walter is a teacher on this and she is a grid keeper and a gatekeeper and truly walking this ascension path. Let's welcome Sandra Walter back to Quantum Conversations. Hi, Sandra. Well, blessings, Loren. It's so good to be back and connect with you and the tribe. Hello, everybody. Love you. Hello, everybody. It's so fun to catch up with Sandra. Let's talk about the recent energies. And even in your own life, there was something that happened that really, it it could be called a near-death experience, but it was most likely an ascension activation as well. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Yeah, I was in a car accident mid-December that literally ended one trajectory and started another. And it was... Uh, the car accident itself was somewhat violent, but and I'm recovering my body still to this day. But it really mm, was this physical representation of what was happening with this higher realm activation, higher level activation that we all went through. I mean, I know that there were several people who had broken bones and accidents and everything around the same time. And... To my consciousness, I see that, and when I meditated on it and received, what was that all about? It was this trajectory shift for the collective, which means that we have higher potentials available to us this year, which we had heard about, and all the gatekeepers and the grid workers were working on it. However, now we have all these higher potentials available to us. And it was also this beautiful passage in January, February, where we go, we went so deep into our own journeys in order to emerge as something new. And all of us that thought, well, we've done the work and we've had this experience and, you know, we've been to all these dark places or these lonely places or this healing work and, and it, but it was so strong because it was this collective thing that we went through in January. So it was amazing. That passage ended with that eclipse at the end of January, and now we're getting into these higher potentials. 
And it's really, it's really interesting for me because I feel it's so palpable this year to feel my consciousness changing and integrating higher and higher levels of multidimensional self and this unity consciousness. You know, we're really coming into this time where we've been handed the keys to the co-creation of ascension. And it's always been there, but we've been kind of relying on, you know, for decades, we've been kind of relying on the intel and the channelings and the people who had connections to kind of uh, let us know what was unfolding and what was going to happen. And I myself as being a conduit of that kind of information. Uh, it was beautiful, but I kept feeling over the last couple of years, like at some point our galactic levels, mastery levels are going to merge with us and we're, going, you know, humanity itself, the folks on the ground, are going to have the ability to co-create the ascension however we like. Working with these energies, of course, there's nothing we can do about, you know, the floodgates of the stargates are open now. So there's nothing you can do about the intensity. But it's how we're being given the choice now, the absolute free will, to co-create with this light in a unified way. So that is what is on the agenda right now is not just the experience of unity consciousness, but so many people stepping forward going, how do we do this? How do we work with this? I feel myself changing. I feel the Christ consciousness stepping forth. I feel my embodiment is coming to the forefront and I'm having a different experience of time altogether. And the, you know, these bizarre activations where you're sitting bolt upright in the middle of the night with light language and all kinds of stuff going on with the grids and the gates and the sun. It's, and that gets more and more intense and your experience gets more fluid as a, this liquid light comes in. These plasma light fluxes that we have coming in right now are really beautiful. They're like harmonic pulses. And all of this is blending together. So this is our, our unity consciousness stepping to the forefront of our experience, no longer something you can toggle between. Yes, we can, you know, focus and get linear things done. And it feels like there's still those little windows where it's like, go, we have to create this now because I don't know what's going to happen next, you know, that kind of thing. So we still get the, the go for creations, gatherings, especially. It feels like anything that is, uh, has the vibration of co-creation, uh, with getting together, has a lot of support. So when we're planning our gatherings and planning our unifications or even this broadcast, it's like all of a sudden there's a window. It's like go. You know, your activations calm down. <laughs> you're able to you're able to focus. Okay, that was needed. Okay, grounded that and now, you know, going back into the state. And I really feel that it's this demonstration of unity consciousness stepping forward. And I did receive, you know, the time that I was injured during December solstice and going into the beginning of January is typically the time when I'll receive what's going to unfold for the year. And it made it a completely different experience to be so aware of my physical because it was in pain. I have broken ribs and, you know, organs and back and everything still healing, but it made it a completely different experience, just really flowing and 
and and unifying with um, not just the the light intelligence, but the frequencies themselves, like becoming part of that. So it really made it uh, it really makes it an interesting thing because I see my own trajectory going into this higher skill set, higher um, just a completely higher different state of consciousness. We're still grounding it by attempting to describe it, but mostly we really have to let ourselves, hmm. The other morning I got this beautiful message. It's like, really just let yourself go into the place where you don't exist, where there is no identity. And last year we were getting, uh, gatekeepers were getting uh, a sense of that because we were working with those formless realms in order to connect with those cosmic stargates that were opened back April, May last year, which made our experience very bizarre. And when we feel, you know, this typically in the springtime is that highly activating time so that the rest of the year can unfold into different timelines. But what I've received is that these, uh, you know, the influxes are consistent. So there is no stepping down. There's still passages where it gets a, it swells, you know, gets a little more intense but there's no it doesn't back down to where it was you can't be normal anymore <laughs> you know the, your your new normal is the higher level so there's there's no more stepping up and down stepping up and down and it's as if you can't even screw it up anymore you know the even your lower behavior or a reaction or you get a little off path or whatever it's like you are on you're like phase locked with that, you know, the stargate within, you're becoming that gateway. And no matter what's happening with the lower consciousness, it's like it can't get off track, which is really beautiful. And the more of us that allow that to occur, the more you're affecting your soul group. And and because the unity consciousness is stepping forward, you're allowing that experience to be more flowy and, and more easily accessible for others, which has always been our goal, but now we're getting this, wow, you know, even during the unity meditations on Sunday, you feel so, so much of that unity and the telepathic communication, which was the intention when they first started. They're like, not only do you want to do it offline, you don't want an online, let's all check in online to meditate together. It was like, make sure you do it offline because it's going to train you how to how to connect telepathically to each other. And I feel that so strongly in the Sunday Unity Meditations. It's just a few moments before, 10 minutes before, we're, we're all going to connect. You can feel everybody coming into your field, unifying. You feel yourself going out. It's incredible. And the, the synchronicities that incur, occur on Sundays and the activations and everything, mine, especially the last couple of weeks, have been uh, new even for me, you know, which is saying something, you know, I've been, I've been through a lot, but it's just, I, I feel myself transforming into that full embodiment, that unique expression of my multidimensional self. It's really beautiful. But these waves coming in, uh, the, the stronger activations right now are pushing through the end of February for a, a very um, unique, beautiful, I would describe it as blissy, but it's really this expansive, open state of Christ consciousness that's going to be activated for the way showers and the willing hearts. 
through March. So that's like the first wave is about consciousness, and the second wave is about the the experience. And it's not a pinpointed, you know, March 12th through the equinox. You know, it's not that kind of thing. It's uh, it's kind of loosening up the time dynamics, which I love, because then everyone day to day, moment to moment, is agreeing to be a part of that, amplify that, ground that, uh, and and it affects your thought, word, and deed. You know, ev- everything is getting affected by that when you're participating in that. And the more that we have participating day-to-day, moment-to-moment, unity consciousness, not I'm going to be on one moment and down the next. It's it's this consistent on flowing state. But the way it's laid out, like the trajectory, is there's all these potentials coming in for March that allow, which is why I just had this gatekeeper, grid worker call, to um, to unify the gatekeepers and the grid workers because because we've been the ones doing the work with the planetary consciousness itself and with the crystals and the aquifers and human heart grid and all these different ancient structures and everything there's a potential for a much higher uh, a much more um, accelerated experience so it flows from consciousness into an experience through uh, the first half of the year. So it's beautiful. It is beautiful that we've been handed this choice. It's like, and, and I feel that that's part of the bifurcation too. And again, I don't see bifurcation as you go here, we go there. I see it as uh, levels of experience that eventually can't cohabitate together. But when you hit, when you have people hitting those higher highs and those freer states of unity consciousness, it starts affecting all the grid systems, human heart grid. Everything we've always heard embodiment first, and then you start triggering all this ancient stuff that we ourselves, you know, are we are the ancients of days, you know, we are those star elders that we've actually implanted in the planet to go off when the frequency start started coming in, and because the stargates are open and our hearts are open, we are that gateway to activate that stuff within Gaia. Does that make sense? Beautiful, Sandra. Really, you said a lot there. You know, I know that we can all feel this as well. What a perfect time to really have these energies come in and support us, especially because Because we we can can see that bifurcation out there, right? It's like you can see some folks. And so would you say that those, this this question comes up a lot for people who have families, They have to deal with their families. You said that, you know, this unity consciousness will filter out to the rest. Mm -hmm. Hopefully this bifurcation over here. Mm -hmm. Uh, What would you have advice for those who have family and people in their lives where they can see that bifurcation? How should uh, one walk and act to best influence or just vibrate at a different level in this place together. Yeah. Well, first understand that we are all one. Mm-hmm. Even the beings that have been portraying the bad guy, we are all one. You know, ideally, ultimately, we are all one. So even even the bifurcation, that's just temporary. It's just temporary. It's a temporary experience until, you know, the planetary consciousness takes off, opens up, you know, that's what we're working on right now, 
everybody, you know, not just gatekeepers and grid workers. We're working on bringing in that new earth experience into these realities so that, you know, it's pure way showership. That's what we're here for. Mm -hmm. We're not here for, I want to get through the gate and, you know, forget about the rest of the family. It's not like that. It's you're showing the way. You show the patience of mastery. You show the divine neutrality with not judging what appears to be what appears to be bad, good, whatever. You know, in the state of Christ consciousness, all is well. Yes, there's some clearing of distortion, but it's literally you just raise the vibration, raise the vibration, keep creating that reality, keep creating that higher reality. You know, the folks that are having a hard time, you assist as much as possible, but you cannot be a nursemaid to other people's emotional levels, you know, because that doesn't assist. A lot of the time, you, a lot of the time, you just have to go, I love you. I can't, you know, at this point, I can't do anything for you, you know, kind of thing. Like, you want me to fix you. You know, a lot of light workers get that. Like, you need to fix me because you're the way shower. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. You can offer assistance. A lot of times people won't even hear it. You know, I've had that experience where people are, are coming to me, um, that people that don't know me or, or people that know my work, but they don't know me personally are, you know, coming into my field or approaching me in a grocery store and, and saying, you know, you need to fix this. You need to fix me kind of thing. And you'll offer assistance and they, they can't even hear it. Hmm. You know, you're being calm and and direct and kind, and they're just going on and on and on about their issues. So, I, I, you know, you see that bifurcation, and you just, you know, you have to kind of draw the line and go, okay, and I need to, you know, move on <laughs> with my day or whatever. You know, blessings, I'll be sending you light, and and that's it. You know, and when you have family members that are not awake, I've noticed this within my own soul group. They're awakening anyway. They're awakening by proxy because you're doing it on behalf of your soul group. You know, we've only got a few hundred thousand oversouls here. So, you know, try not to think about it as me and you, you know, the whole family as part of your soul group. So you're kind of doing the work on behalf of them. Um, but there's, you know, there is a lot of triggering with the energies and understand that the higher and more intense the frequencies of divine love, these plasma-based influxes that are coming, that are actually harmonics. They're triggering things within not just people, but um, as the amplification goes up, it's triggering the release of distortion, which on a global level, that's what everyone's hoping hoping for, you know. Let's just get rid of all this nonsense. You know, how can we just override, override, and, and blast it? out of our realities, you know, without judgment, just more love, choosing a higher vibration, choosing the higher lifestyle, the higher choices, again, moment to moment. It's the amplification of love that does the work, and that's all you need to focus on. And when we see it reflected in our own communications, you know, how can you be as absolutely present in the now with people and patient but also respecting your own journey and knowing you know it. You know, somebody is just like um, trying to sort out their 
their own stuff because they don't understand. They don't have a process. They don't have an ascension process or an ascension path class or whatever to clear their emotions. So can you teach that in the moment? Can you offer a prayer, a meditation, a breath, a hug, anything to that person just to try to bring them back into their own beingness? Because they're they're just you know, they're getting swayed by the energies. They don't know how to release. What what can you teach them? And if you can't, you're not a savior, a martyr. You don't have to do that. It's just creating as much peace as possible. Guide them to the things where they can release that. I encourage people, go to ecstatic dance, get to a yoga class, you know. This is like, even if you want to, if they're not awakened spiritually, you can point to the solar activity, you know, the grounded stuff. You can send them to suspicious observers or whatever and go, Look, you know, there's health alerts. They're going to trigger your cardiovascular system and your emotional levels. So get yourself to a yoga class. It's not stepping down anytime soon. You know, this is all, all the reports are coming out. So you can point to grounded material too to say, look, you need to take care of yourself. You need to change your diet. Have more fun. You know, it release this stuff. Absolutely. We are the way showers, you know, the the people who listen to this program, who are working in this way on their inner self, paying attention, embodying this light. Uh, we are the leaders stepping into this new creation of unity consciousness. Yes. So I want to ask, you know, with unity consciousness, let's talk a little bit about this. Do you personally ever have anything that comes up? You know, personally, I see ways that my ego still gets in the way to um, sabotage or limit or hinder. And I'm wondering what you could share for those who uh, go through this. How do we handle the ego? Do you have any ego stuff come up? Uh, because really it's overcoming that that will bring us to unity consciousness even more. Yeah. Well, even just I've noticed because because of the practices, you know, because of the ascension practices where that stuff comes up and maybe you, you could have done a better job, you could have communicated better, or if you get triggered by something, you know, over the last couple of years, especially being in the position that I'm at, that I'm in, um, you know, people can throw a lot of stuff your way. <laughs> rocks, yeah. It's like, okay, you know, and moment by moment, even with the car accident, you know, it wasn't, there were still some people that were um, quite vicious, you know, about that. And it's, it, you know, it doesn't surprise me. When they were vicious, uh, how? To you? Oh yeah, I mean, there's there's always, you know, we're we're still in uh, polarity, you know, and there's still people who don't want the ascension to mm. occur, you know. There's and there's still people who are being influenced by the beings that are getting so. And I really have, I have a lot of mercy, and clemency, and forgiveness, and compassion. For the beings that, and, and I know people are like, they need to die, you know, and I'm like, well, it, to understand that now they're, they're not able to leave and they're going to get the full blast of 
divine love. And that does quite a number on some of these entities. So, and that's why people get triggered and then they're going after, you know, where's the brightest thing in the room? Saga, you know, that kind of thing. So it's, it is what it is. But I noticed, and this is, and even while the, while the accident was unfolding, I noticed that my consciousness was so calm and it was something that I revisited because the mind loves to replay car accidents. If anyone's ever been in a violent, lengthy, like I had three strong impacts and bounced off a truck and everything. And did, ta- did time stand still in the middle of it? Was it in slow motion? It's like frame by frame, millisecond. Yes. Every single thing that happened. And then the mind, like the body itself and the mental level wants to replay it. And I'm like, really, we need to look at this again, you know, and I'm just, I'm kind of an observer. So it, it was like, okay, all right. You want to watch it again? Watch it again. <laughs> you know, kind of and it's just like the body's way of releasing the trauma too. Wow. That's, um, that's quite an intense experience. You know, I go to it healing on, on my body and little adjustments. I haven't been able to go to a chiropractor yet because my bones are still healing, but the, the body will go into like, you know, just releasing all this trauma and everything. It's really kind of interesting. But, but I noticed that, um, there's there's a, a, a very centeredness, a calmness, an acceptance of the journey and everything that it has to to offer, where there isn't um, an emotional concern, reaction, egoic level, like, why me? That was not part of my experience at all. You know, which is like, okay, so the training works, you know. Yeah, no victim. You were not a victim. Uh, well, well, I, that, I don't know. Is that a question? I mean, it's not like like we're a victim. You saw this as a change in trajectory. Yes. Not such and an also, easy thing to go through, well, though. I also made that choice because, you know, it being in the position that I'm in and seeing the beings that, um, you know, my car literally lifted off the ground. So I'm like, that's not normal. You know? <laughs> to get your car into safety or a better position out of yeah, harm's way. At the way. start of the accident, I was just, uh, all of a sudden my car like lifted off the ground. And I'm like, really? <laughs> I was, wow. You know, like that's, um, so it's, and I don't want to focus on that at all. So we'll okay. just be happy. But it was, and even knowing that, I'm like, you know, you come out of it and you're like, I'm no blood. Okay. You know, and, and no, you know, a couple broken ribs. I'm good, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and it was, and and I talked to a couple of my masters. I was like, what was that? You know, what what was that about? And it's like, look, um, this is showing you how protected you are, you know, in, in those frames of the, the accident too. There's like a giant light warrior over me with a shield through the whole thing. And, you know, it's just, it's really beautiful um, to, to be able to witness that because then of course you feel strengthened. You know, I did step out of my body for a couple of seconds during the couple of the spins um, after I hit the truck and it's just, it's, yeah, it's wild. But, um, but to come back into it and witness, wow, you know, even afterward, hearing people's reaction to it, there was such, and thank you for everyone who had such an outpouring of love and healing and donations so I could get another car. And like, because my car was totaled, I was just like so overwhelmed by the love coming from the light tribe and me. And, and I witnessed that too as unity consciousness. 
you know, something happens because I had just right before that, that car accident, I had given away, you know, I'm somebody who gives away large sums of money when I have it, you know, and somebody's like, oh, you know, you just, you, you detach from it completely. What do you need? Boom, you know, gone. And that happened right before the car accident. And I feel, you know, if you want to talk about karmic balance or whatever, it's like, yeah, you take care of people, they take care of you, you know, and it just, and it comes from different sources, you know, and I see that as this, unity that we're all moving into where and i feel that that's going to be important as we move forward that we all take care of each other as best we can and that applies to services and that applies to meditations and that applies to sharing and everything so the ego really um is is morphing into something else you know the ego i feel was something that was created for us to deal with you know the survival levels but now it feels like it's um, it's it's going into its own state of mastery. I don't feel that it will go away altogether until we lose identity altogether because it's um, and I'm somebody who's experiencing that loss of the identity levels, which is very attached to the ego. And uh, but but I feel it. You know, in the past, there's been things that that come up when I see um, you know it, just because of the role. You know, you see other people kind of using your language or using your intel or twisting it or it's getting distorted or and you're like, mm, please don't do that. You know, and there, but now it's just whoosh, all that's just gone. There's like this this freedom stepping forward. I mean, yes, it would be nice to be honored if you deliver something to the tribe, you know, at least, you know, referenced. Yeah. But but honestly, after years of, you know, my material gets reblogged and reposted, parts of it, you're supposed to post the whole thing with a link, you know, but people take quotes out of it or whatever. And you just have to let go of that. You know, after mm-hmm. after a couple of years, you're just like, at least it's getting out there. Because you, you do, you treat it as like, it's not yours. It belongs to all of us, you know, and you're not responsible for how other people present themselves to you know, if they want to present your material as their own or or whatever, that's not that's none of my business. You know, it's like what you your integrity is what you do with your integrity. You know, what in my integrity, I've learned over the years, gotta you know, gotta respect the sources, gotta respect um, what you're producing, what you're putting out there, be responsible for it. And now in our spiritual maturity, we're moving into this unity consciousness. But this year is so, um, it's so important that we get together in the physical gatherings, you know, and I'm finding like, you know, people just kind of curling out of the woodwork going, I've been so alone. I'm like, <laughs> when we offer opportunities to get together, get together. You know, we found that last year I had a gathering in Sedona and people within four days, whew, 55 people came together and it was just, I mean, we just announced it and everybody just showed up. They're like, yes. So we're doing it again in April. It's just like, let's, you know, make sure that we connect because unity mm-hmm. consciousness is beautiful to connect telepathically. And definitely the Sunday unity, unity meditations have created that field for people to tap into. But uh, meeting in the physical, huge DNA code exchange, ideas and co-creations at a whole different level and the amount of love and amplification that you feel, the amount of support that you feel 
it's 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 important it's important you know and that we do it organically in the physical so many so many of us just connect online um which is you know it's fine but the physical has a completely different vibration as we go into a wave that brings in a different level of consciousness and a wave that brings in a new experience for everyone because we're going to have to be face to face heart to heart and look into each other's eyes and go it's really happening <laughs> you know and and really feel it it has a huge effect on gaia as well you know gaia is the one opening up all those um like you want to experience new earth here's all the doors are opening now yeah so beautiful i know we're here to really anchor in new earth and so you know the internet was great that it brought people together in this way it brought all the the people who come together that thought that they were the only ones and so alone out there coming together but yes meeting in the physical it really is the next step for leaders yeah absolutely absolutely and it's beautiful that we're moving into this beautiful unified heart space because the human heart grid has become that gateway to new earth you know we've we've been saying you know your heart is your strongest gateway but when you connect and align with all the work that's been done over the decades with the grids and the gates it you you become that walking portal of unity consciousness it's really quite beautiful everyone breathe into your heart space and if you're not having the experience of unity consciousness know that we are here and we are supporting that space for all of you it's really quite beautiful so just take a breath and no you know when you're having the anxiety because it is change it is evolution and when you're having the anxiety over oh that's too crazy it's too much change it's too much energy it's too much you can handle it you can handle it brothers and sisters we are that strong and you have so much support here so just comfort you know when when the heart starts going crazy and the energies get a little too strong or a little too expansive or you don't understand on the mental level emotional level what's unfolding just hold your heart and remind yourself there is nothing here but love there is nothing here but peace there is nothing here but grace everything else is illusion everything else is a distortion and a beautiful game that we've all been playing but the truth the highest truth is source infinite love light intelligence there's nothing here but source and all is well and not only that but get excited and anticipate the greatness anticipate those higher potentials for all of us coming into alignment with these gateways and these these beautiful influxes and these beautiful energies become part of us and then we become unity consciousness this is the return of the christ the crystalline consciousness we're becoming that and it doesn't it doesn't matter if you have way showers that are a few steps ahead of you a few steps behind you it doesn't matter we are one this is the unity so when you see distortion or there's there's disease and disharmony breathe bless it purify it divinitize it don't try to fix it just send more love that's 
what that being music is playing with now. That's what that group is playing with now. But the more that we just focus on raising a light, this has been directed from my higher levels, from the higher realms, just focus on more light, more love, because the more of us that are open to it, you know, we're getting flooded, bombarded with these frequencies right now. The more of us that are open to it and anchoring that, the more that it flows through the human heart grid and does the work, the more that it happens. But it is moment to moment. There's no waiting for the March equinox wave. There's no waiting for the April wave. There's no waiting for, you know, Sandra said it was going to be, it's us. We are creating it. So either you participate or you watch. It's fine to watch if you feel like, I really don't know what I'm doing. How, how can you not know what you're doing? You are love. You are that already. It's just letting it be. Letting it be. And infuse your days with the music that sings all about love, the frequencies that sing all about love. You know, get out in nature and have conversations with birds and clouds and gaze at the stars and, and make sure that you get the sunlight on your skin and get barefoot in the grass, all of that stuff. It seems hippy-dippy, but it's true. It's real. It's real. You know, you want unity consciousness, you become one with everything. You don't walk through a forest and ignore it. You don't walk through a city street and ignore everyone because they're asleep and I'm not. It's not like that. Radiate. Smile. Be that walking gateway of the new earth. Just demonstrate to the highest level of your ability. You know, you're not trying to control it or manipulate it. We're just bringing in these higher potentials with ease and grace. It's going to be beautiful. Anticipate. Get excited about the beauty, the creativity, and the divinity that's coming in. You can go to, gosh, you know, you can, if, if anyone hasn't engaged with uh, Ascension Path, Loren's going to be opening that um, discount door again for people to join that. It is a class in found, the foundations of giving yourself a good platform to stand on because if your platform for your ascension process is not built on love it will crumble you'll fall apart you'll get hit by the energies and you'll feel um, um, shattered <laughs> shattered which is also part of the ascension process to be shattered but you want to make sure that you have the tools to rebuild yourself from uh, from that level but trust me, the frequencies coming in, if you have your heart open, if you're willing, again, you know, gatekeepers always say, make it available for all willing hearts. Anyone choosing love and, and light is their lifestyle. Anyone choosing compassion, service to others as their primary timeline choice, their primary life choice, let them feel the frequencies. And when you're just choosing, opening your heart to, I, I want to know the unknown. I want to get excited about the unknown. That's the thing that I'm most excited about right now because my activations have been quite bizarre lately. I find myself um, kind of fizzing out. It feels like your cells become steam it's like, and fizzy, almost carbonated. Um, not crackly, but just like you're fading out, fizzing out into that... Uh, that higher experience, you know, that higher self. And that can be, it's not, it's not at a normal level for me right now. It's at a very accelerated level. 
let's talk a little bit about the Sunday Unity Meditations because mm. I love what you said that we we do it from that telepathic level. And when we get out in nature and do it, it is palpable. It's so strong. So it is really interesting, and it's time that we connect. And so even though we may not be at that physical 33-minute window that you have, even if we tap into it later in the day, we still feel it. But, boy, if we're really able to do it at that specific time, that's very interesting. Yeah. Well, originally they were they were started two years ago. Mm. So they uh, we had only like a, a month and a half or so on Wednesdays, and then it was like move it to Sunday. It has to be Sunday. So it's going to be overriding and overriding um, all the you know the Sunday distortions, religion, things like that. And and so it was kind of um, you know not to judge that, but it was going to infuse you know bring it's kind of like bring back Sunday bring back the um, the solar aspect of solar cosmic Christ by working on Sunday. And it's a day when more people were available. And we started building this field. So it was literally building a field of unity consciousness. And it was a couple hundred people, then it was a couple thousand. And as it gets into the thousands, it gets extremely strong, especially if you're sensitive where you, it's like the stadium effect on steroids, <laughs> you know, it's like, wow, how you feel, everybody present. And it does, and, and as we started working with it, now gatekeepers and grid workers started using Sunday as, okay, let's all focus on our, our gatekeeping and grid work in between these unity meditations. And we actually use it to be able to thread uh, light codes and activations, you know, and again, you're not doing anything. You're just making it available for everybody. So if somebody goes in with the intention of meditating in order to, you know, pick up and connect with unity consciousness, they're getting the activations and they're getting those sensations, which is quite palpable. And Gaia loves it. And so she's responding, you know, all of those um, new earth grids get fired up on Sundays and it starts taking, you know, the, the folks that are resonating at the higher level kind of, wow, I really get um, amplified in that, you know, during that whole window from mid-Saturday um, when all the, the higher realms, you know, start putting their focus on it because they are assisting, you know, it's like our, our, our higher levels and higher realms of, of light start focusing on that and assisting in co-creating because we're co-creating that field for people to step into and uh, those of us who are in service or somebody like myself who is in charge of holding that space, you know, literally two years, haven't done anything else <laughs> on Sunday, you know, ex except that, you know, except one Christmas and missed one. Um, but it, uh, it, it's just create, it has created this container for an experience, you know, for a full on experience and an amplification. And it's really quite beautiful because as I mentioned earlier, it was it was supposed to be an instrument for us to learn how to connect telepathically, and now it's it's like, whoa, you can actually tap into that field during the week. You know, some people have tried it. They're like, I'm gonna tap into that unity meditation field because there is no time. Tap into that unity meditation field during the week and see what happens, and all of a sudden it's like everybody's there. You know, everybody who's 
you know, paying attention and focusing and doing it regularly because it is a practice. You know, you do adjust your own fields to allowing that. And most of it is just allowing, allowing yourself to have that experience of like, it's not just me meditating and I'm expanding out into source and me, 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 me. It's service. It's learning pure service to others. Like, let us, you know, unify as one and create and open this field of unity consciousness so that all willing hearts may level up and experience pure divine love. And we're threading it through the field for whoever wants to pick it up. And now we're, we're starting to notice the effects of that unity consciousness field during other times, you know, during, during um, our day-to-day lives now where you can see Someone on one side of the planet has an idea. Somebody on the, you know, another way show on the other side of the planet picks it up, you know, and that's, again, that's letting go of the ego. I had, oh, I had so many creations coming in during January because that was, there was so many like creative ideas and do this and do this and do this and everybody, you too. It's like, oh my gosh, how am I going to create all this? And I had taking notes. Yes. Yeah, page after page of this, that, the task list was getting longer, and I was still broken, you know, I was like, oh, we're going to make all this happen, you know, (laughs) and and then I'm like, wait a minute, like, not even all of this is for me, it's unity consciousness, so I was threading it out into the field, and then I was like, burning entire task lists to like, release it into the ethers, and I'm like, okay, this is for someone else, you know, some some of this stuff is for me, some is going to be created, and then I saw people picking it up they're like oh i'm gonna start this i'm gonna start that oh i just got this great idea and i was like yes and there is no way that me in my state of consciousness would step up and go oh i threw that into the ethers for you there's no ego there's no ego attached to it whatsoever it's like if somebody picks it up like i've had these beautiful ideas for these beautiful videos that i wanted to create and short films and everything and i'm like you know, it's just not my creation. I can barely get but, the lighting to work on a on a. But you have the ideas, so yeah, you know so, that's going to be out there someday. I yeah. know, wonderful. Okay, and go ahead. Send it out, you know. And now, you know, my sister in New Zealand, our sister in New Zealand, is like, I'm starting a 5D film company. I'm like, yes, <laughs> you know. So it's just like we're we're all feeding this unity consciousness and if we can truly you know this is all getting it's affecting so much i even see um you you know these creative things like i even see bitcoin and the whole like cryptocurrency thing as like a side effect of unity consciousness it's just people coming in with the intention not to burn down the old system but to create something new that works for everybody because a lot of the intention behind some of the cryptocurrencies is Ubuntu sharing. You know, it's like, how do you support other projects? How do we get these things off the ground? Because if we wait for money, it's not going to happen. You know, so there's, um, you know, the intention behind a lot of that stuff is not, I, I want to get rich, but let's make sure everyone is taken care of. You know, and a lot of the, the creations behind cryptocurrency I see as side effects of unity consciousness. Like that's a very creative way of, hitting all these different systems and different ways of creating that are based on we are one, you know, the oneness. So whether it's a unity meditation or a a different form of uh, sharing wealth or creating communities or gatherings or whatever, it's, it feels like it's being done in such a different way. And I had such a direct experience of that 
you know, with, with the car accident and then the tribe stepping forward and going, you shall have whatever you need, you know, because I'm obviously I'm not a wealthy person. So they, I mean, the, the tribe literally showed up for me and I was just like, Oh my gosh, this is exactly, it's not just because of the work that I've done, but I really see that it's a side effect of this unity consciousness where people are like, you know, everybody who's got that open heart, because when I hear, you know, that people need something, I'm like, how can I help? How can I help? What do I have that I can give you, you know, and people just when we show up for each other. And I had such a beautiful experience of this, too, with with my own mother, you know, my earth mother, who, um, you know, she wanted to pitch in for the car. You know, she's like, she's like, we're, we're going to send you my dad and I are going to send you some money, you know. And I was like, oh, and I, I just I wanted to send her like this big, you know, her her and I and my my grandmother and my great grandmother on the other side, we have this connection with roses. We smell roses and see roses when we're around each other. You know, it's kind of like the psychic line uh, on the mom's side. Um, and I wanted to send her like this huge, overwhelming bouquet of roses, but you know, that takes money. So I'm not going to do that. Um, but it was just like, wow, I just feel like in this new earth consciousness, like how beautiful it's going to be to just, gift everybody everything all the time you know where you can call the 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 florist near mom and go would you send her roses you know and she sends her roses and then you know the florist needs something that i have and we're just like all openly exchanging all these beautiful things where we kind of take all limitations out of the way which is really beautiful. And this is something that I'm experimenting with in the, uh, in the gatherings is this new earth experience. There's this way of bringing in uh, these energies that I'm capable of now and actually uh, creating a, a new earth experience for the people in the room. So I'm, I'm just like, Oh, I'm so excited to, to test it out. It's going to be beautiful. So there's like um, testing it out in Austin uh, with a conference that I'm going to. And then, um, uh, doing the, the full-on thing in Sedona with a whole bunch of like heavy-duty gatekeeper grid workers in the room. It's going to be so exciting. But that's the kind of thing that I'm excited about. It's like going into these experiences because in, I can remember years ago, the beginning of 2012, going, wow, do we really have to keep doing, like how long do we keep doing workshops and and online conferences and things like that before we really start having, you know, before it flows into Let's just show up and have the experience. And I feel like we're moving into that, you know, and people are letting go of, which is somewhat an emotional egoic uh, thing of like, what are you going to give me if I show up, you know? And when people drop that ego and they're like, oh, I'm showing up because I have a job to do. I'm showing up because I'm in service. And yeah, you know, I'll help somebody pay for the event by buying a ticket or whatever. But I realize there's something bigger going on with these things. And it's really it's beautiful that we're, we're there, you know, we're there and there's, there's no shyness about stepping forward into, I'm going to provide the space and we're going to see what happens. You know, it's beautiful. It's beautiful that we're there. Yay. We're there. Yes. Beautiful. I know. Um, really amazing the earlier in the year with the, the long lists, uh, right. Of the information coming through. I just want to touch on that again, because, it was very interesting. And even with myself, I saw a portion of my ego. I saw that ego that was 
keeping me back from something. But when I surrendered, I was able to see it from a bigger picture. And it's like, okay, game on. In, in the notes that I took, it's like new earth creations. What are you, we creating? What are we creating? And it's like, we need to collaborate and link people and connect with people. Absolutely. And so that's what we're doing. And it feels really good to be able to do that. I know we've talked before about the bifurcation and, and how we have this side over here with, with the people who still follow the old 3D crumbling. Again, I just want to say that the more that we can stay centered in the heart like you were talking about and get that inspiration for new earth creations, it really is wonderful. And that's where we're stepping up for this great change. So it is hopeful. We can feel it. It's a whole different energy. Even this month, it just feels like it's easier, but it's almost like a springboard too. Like it, we're getting close to spring. Maybe that's what it is, <laughs> but it, it's, um, it's just interesting. You had mentioned about the energy from the sun as well and the, the plasma light pulses. Yeah. Can you share on the evolution of the sun? I know that's a... Yeah, well, it's just, you know, the logos. You know, we call it the solar cosmic Christ because it, is, it does have a solar component. You know, it's a template that's used by stars, you know, and, and specifically when you talk about, like, paradise, sons of God, and, and uh, it's stepping that energy that is the logos into form, as so many masters have achieved and attained uh, on this planet, you know, in order to anchor that template, because that's where Gaia is going. She's going to be a platform for beings that are, that have embodied and are experiencing the solar cosmic. That's our highest primary grace of timeline. That's the trajectory. And the, but the, the sun has been a, a sub logos, you know, and it's all, step down, you think great central sun and galactic center, and then you've got all these different uh, central suns within the galaxy. And our our star is actually morphing, evolving um, itself into a purer form of the logos. So, and we can, you know, we see it in our, when we look up at the sun, you know, over the years, gold, then it was platinum, you know, now it's even more bizarre you know it's like can you even describe the the light right now you know it's it's not just the the effect of you know this this photonic octahedron that we're going into um you can you know you see it with your own eyes you know you look and the sun has a completely different quality to it a different color but a different quality it's like when you feel it you're like hmm hmm you know there's like like something else coming through and because it's being, the sun itself is being bombarded by the cosmic frequencies, it's stimulating that change. And the sun is the way that our higher levels project our consciousness into form. So, you know, the sun's always been that gateway for consciousness. You know, kind of use it like a prism and shine through and you fractalize out into, I'm, you know, on the Neptune, I'm on Venus, I'm on Gaia, or whatever. And if the, you know, if the sun, if the, the device through which you're projecting your consciousness changes, you change. So that's what's happening. That's our evolution. So in, you know, from a higher perspective, that's what's happening. But the, the, when the sun is going through a purification, the entire solar system goes through a purification. And even though we're kind of Gaia centric, 
um, you know, in the illusion, like just focus on Gaia, because for for some of us, that's all you can focus on is like this planet, you know, <laughs> that's a lot to handle what's going on right now, which is absolutely fine. But uh, but Gaia is then changing into this more solar aspect herself you know it's been called um she's going to be evolving into a more spiritual sun and if you're somebody who has vision and you drop into the crystalline core you can see that amplification happening it's like wow she looks like a star you know she's really lighting up and that's in the etheric sense and then of course anytime something happens in the etheric level it eventually affects the physical so when we've been seeing that amplification over the years of what her ascended self is doing is just blowing apart the lower realities and changing them, purifying, divinitizing, uh, ending the distortion. And so it's, I mean, it's again, all is well, but that means that we have the opportunity to also take on uh, the logos, you know, and those of us who have uh, codes within your DNA, you know, little codons, little bars, little trigger points for, crystalline consciousness for solar cosmic christ that when that stuff starts getting turned on you start experiencing unity consciousness and then christ consciousness in this more crystalline state it you really feel that mastery level coming in and again it's not mastery level is not about controlling and manipulating and now i can you know float around or whatever it's you feel yourself merging with them with the masters you feel yourself merging with the galactic level, with the Christed level, because there are no boundaries there, you know, and, and that's, that's, that's why, you know, if you have vision, every being that comes in your field is always bowing to you. <laughs> you know, they're always, you know, hands together and bow before any kind of interaction begins because they recognize you've got those codes. You're aware of those codes. You're aware of what you're doing. You're aware of what you're becoming and, you know, welcome you know it's it's a a welcome to the club kind of thing where and it's um and it's different and it used the initiations used to be like these huge you know exploding gateways and everything like that and now it's just you're so merged with that realm that it's um you know it's it's like checking into a meeting you know it's like so much is exchanged just with the bow alone it's really beautiful. It's just this honoring of we see, you know, we, we are, because they are that. You know, they are us, we are them. There is that absolute oneness coming forth. And that is part of the Logos activation. You know, the changes the sun, changes us, changes Gaia. You know, it's all that trickle-down thing. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And so as these codes, you mentioned that they're in the DNA, and so those who are aware of them and are working with them and activating them, um, you know, right, they're having these experiences. Does Do all humans have these codes within them? So does that mean as the sun changes, everyone will experience this change? There's no one left behind? Eventually. Um, there, there's some, there's some consciousness that, um, does not have those markers. And what we're attempting to do with this unity consciousness is, um, and even through the unity meditations, all this grid work, gate work, if people are like, I don't understand what your people are doing. It's, um, we're literally threading out 
codes to activate that. Like Aaron's heart center got the Christ light activation on the 11, 11, 11. That's, it's been a while. Um, and it's just what you do with it. That is your own personal choice. But that spark is capable with um, conscious choice to be in alignment with love, you know, be willing to uh, be kind and be compassionate and everything starts um, because DNA is able to bilocate. So you're literally bilocating uh, DNA, which is being threaded out. DNA is etheric, you know, don't think of it as physical, but it's um, it's something that's used throughout the universe to uh, create form and experiences. So when we're able to activate ancient DNA codes within ourself, within Gaia, it gets threaded out through those new earth grid systems. And that's why there have been decades of light workers working on the grid systems, because as the frequencies come in, it's like it has to be certain frequency. It's like a key in a lock, you know, it just the key comes in and it unlocks that thing. And then it's a, it becomes available to everyone because the grid workers are consistently threaded out for the, for everybody, threaded out for everybody, make it available to everyone. That's for the crystalline grid around, you know, the entire planet. It's responsible for holding that, you know, like it can't get out. You know, those codes come to light and they cannot be taken away. That's our divine birthright coming forward. That divine blueprint is available to everyone who wants to engage with it. And whether they engage with it, now, you know, a lot of people engaging with that now. And then the the goal right now with embodiment was not just that activation, but to give a palpable representation of what the solar cosmic Christ is actually about. Because so many people associate it with uh, a guru or a martyr or a savior or, or, you know, floating up out away into heaven or whatever, that um, we are we are now becoming that representation of Christ consciousness. And as it gets more amplified, of course there will be miraculous things happening around us. We're seeing it already. And to become a pure conduit of that energy, because you don't direct it at all. You know, those miracles happen out of time or complete completely. You know, you become a conduit and things just happen around you because your your ego and your emotions and everything are completely the mental level is gone. You know, it's taken out of the way. You're like, you know, it's a very "I will be done" kind of uh, kind of state of consciousness, and and you can see it when you allow that to happen. You can see that changing things around you, but you have no egoic attachment to "I heal that thing," "I open that thing," or whatever. It's completely gone, and that's this loss of identity as well, where it's. Uh, you, you just don't, I, I don't, I barely identify with being Sandra Walter, especially since the, you know, since the car crash and everything kind of ended that. But you're still going to play in this realm. And again, it is play. You know, it becomes play. All right, I'm playing the role of Wayshore right now in service. You know, it, it is what it is. And you don't have that um, that need for mine you know, the survival stuff starts going away and going away. You still want to take care of yourself. You know, I'm not encouraging anybody to just let everything be, especially if you have people that are dependent upon you for, um, you know, for their daily bread. You know, you don't want to just walk away from all that. There's responsibility there. It depends on your role. You know, it depends on 
how much of the unknown you want to explore because it's when the gates open and the unknown is there and you're like, wow, I could really get tripped out today or really tranced out on these energies and walk around feeling really high. Is that the highest thing that I can be doing right now? Or do I need to be paying attention to anything else? And you'll find those windows for yourself where you can explore and come back, explore and come back, you know. Yes, and be really patient on ourselves. That's one thing that I know. It's like it, you just feel this need, it's particularly around the beginning of a year when you want to plan things out. And that's that would be like the masculine side of things or the, the planning and the old, the mind that wants to plan it out. But then there's this other aspect where it's like just sit and be patient and allow it to unfold. And it seems like more magic happens in that way. Because we are evolving, so it's hard to plan so far ahead in a way. You know what I mean? It just feels like, hmm. Yeah, that's the time collapse, too. It's just like, well, you throw, you know, you kind of throw things on the trajectory and see what sticks right now. Uh uh, But but it is, um, I feel it's training us to become very patient, very present with with everything. And there are those... It's it's not, and of course, this is a, a massive influx of divine feminine return and everything where you are holding space and being compassionate and and um, loving uh, to yourself as well as others. But there is also that divine masculine emerging that is the strong, the doer, but it's it's doing in a different way. Mm-hmm. It's not doing with this like force and we have to. You know, there's and a lot of a lot of my work um, has been inspirational, motivational. Like, does everyone see that we have an opportunity here? And if you would, if you could just focus, you know, and and not go after the clickbait online or whatever. Like, just focus, you know. Get and I always encourage people to get offline as often as they can because it can be quite a trap. You know, to get sucked into that, and the next thing you know, two hours later, you're like, "Oh my God, where did my day right. go?" You know, that kind of thing. Um, it's just I mean, it's, it's good, feel, but yeah, you got to balance. Yeah, you got to balance and and really um, pay attention to where you're directing your consciousness, not fall into the consciousness traps. You know, where it's like drama, oh, stimulating or whatever. It's like not. It's just, I don't know, I, I'm so detached from that stuff now. So it's just, I, I remember what it was like. Though. And I remember that for some people, it's an important part of their awakening, you know, but you don't want to spend, you know, 10 years on a conspiracy and then you're like, oh, I didn't realize the ascension was happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so let's take a just a quick second. I don't really want to focus on this too much, but I do want to say something. And I say it from a divine masculine of, of being a little bold because I've been hesitant to say this, and, and I don't want to even say names, but maybe we could say a topic of distraction would be Secret Space Program. And you and I have talked about this before. Mm-hmm. And I really feel that that, in a way, is hijacking the spiritual community, in a sense, because it's distracting the attention away with these high strangeness stories and conspiracy, like you said. And so um, you can answer that. Um, when I ask you this next question, I would just want to fold this in because, you know, we're talking about the sun and we're talking about the change of the sun. And this question comes up a lot in other conversations. 
I know it's going on. It has been going on since the harmonic convergence, particularly even 11.11 and 12.12.12. Yet there still is a group or a thought form out there that says, will there be a solar flash or the solar hiccup? And when we're talking about the solar cosmic Christ, my inner knowingness says, how could there be something so catastrophic with something so divine and beautiful, especially with the emergence of the divine feminine? Oh, I don't see it. The solar flash is catastrophic at all. You know, I see it. So there's nothing to worry about. Let's get perspective on nothing to worry about. So the negative part would be go stock up on cans of food, right? Look out for your life. That thought form. Yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with preparing for, I mean, we're definitely going to have earthquakes and stuff. I mean, that's just Gaia. We have trackable evidence that every time we hit this cycle, there's some shake, rattle, and rolling going on. And, And especially if you have children or dependents, yeah, you know, be be smart. Put some water and food in the cupboard and forget about it, you know? I mean, don't, don't do that like, out of fear. About it and like okay. you need every last bit of survival gear there right. is. You know, it's just like I mean, some people really get into it. And that's mm-hmm. fine. That's fine. I hope that if their neighborhood, you know, something happens in their neighborhood, they would open the doors to their, you know, shelter. <laughs> like there's a whole the bifurcation thing too you know there's because we are creator in incarnate you know we are creator in form um there are some people creating that reality mm-hmm. you know and there's also people who are creating the reality of the solar flash yes it's been predicted and foretold and everything but even just two years ago that intel came through and they were like you can create the solar flash gatekeepers grid workers can unify if you get to unify you can decide when these frequencies go go off you can you know because it is the the whole reason for embodiment in this unity consciousness is to make sure that those realities those experiences are anchored so when the flashing occurs which, which I see as a rewrite of consciousness, not this like, you know, the earth blows up or something like that. Okay. But, um, but that the, so the higher, those higher timelines have this like massively beautiful experience because it is anchored. You know, we're already starting to have that massively beautiful experience. And the more that we anchor that into the collective, the more, um, souls, and, and incarnates will be able to be, it's like you're pulling up everybody. You know, I've had that experience, especially during the unity meditations of like being threaded out to like thousands of souls and pulling everybody up into this higher experience. So it's there. The visions are there. And I see the solar flash as like this complete, you know, rewrite of consciousness. And, and of course, the last stage of the bifurcation as well. So the people that really want that experience of of destruction will be receiving it but it's it's a that's a complete parallel other reality well thank you for clarifying that and thank you for the work that you do with so many grid workers and all of that share about the galactic level merge and your galactic council Mm. this is just higher levels 
you know, this is just when you, when you start branching out and up into your star families, you know, for me, Lyran, Syrian, Arcturian, Pleiadian, you know, all those different aspects start, um, when it feels like once you get past nine, you know, 90, that everybody's the same. It's just like, you know, when we talk about the councils, it's like not a bunch of people sitting in chairs around a round table or something like that. It's, uh, it's this unified state of consciousness, which is something that, you know, we step into when you get into that 5D, 6D realm, you're entering unity consciousness and you're able to telepathically connect with everything like that. But there's higher and higher levels of that. So the, the councils, you know, the higher selves of the star seeds, the mastery level and a lot of angelic realm, archangelic realm and star elders and everything. They're, they're already unified. You know, it's not like there's a rank of angelics and a rank of masters and a rank of star family. They're all the same thing. It's expressing in different ways in different realms, sometimes expressing in different ways in the same realm, you know, an angelic one day, galactic the next you know people have taken a look at me they're like i see you as a giant angel you know i see you as this big galactic i see you as this giant master it's like yes yes we're all of that you know because at that higher council unified level um where you know the 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 folks the i should say the the souls and the oversouls that are focused on the ascension of gaia specifically you know that's where that intel comes from is the the folks that are focused on the ascension because it affects so many different um, galactic levels, different star systems, and the universe, you know, itself is getting rewritten. You know, a whole different level of of universe is coming into play. That's where that intel comes from, and it's me, my essence, and my mission and my service um, that I've learned over the years to say I would like to learn. Uh, how to access solar level. I would like to learn how to access the stargates that are before they come into the solar system, before they come into the galaxy. What happens before you come into the universe? And it's just because I've had that, um, that curiosity, or rather, I know, I've always had that intuition, like, I know I'm part of that council. I know I'm a part of that team that's doing that. So how about you give us a heads up, which is why there's been all the gateway dates and the flare activity and all that stuff when we say there's going to be a gateway or whatever over the years. And now it's beautiful that it's all flowing together because that also means we're entering that state of unity consciousness with the entire operation. You know, that that losing time barriers, losing veils and everything and just becoming one with that and realizing that it's all happening now. It just depends on what we do as a unified choice point, you know, consistently the choice point moment to moment to not just be in the heart, but let's, you know, let's move forward with our co-creation. Like, oh, that's great that you're in your heart and you're beautiful and you're stable and you're not affected by the external or the internal flotsam any, any longer. Now, now what? You know, so this is our next step. Our natural progression is to go into, well, if we're creator and form, then what are we creating? What can we create? So that's where the co-creation step comes in. Like, And that's what the gatekeepers and grid workers 
are are doing right now. You know, we only unified a couple hundred. There's thousands. So it's like, how can we, you know, let's all get into this co-creation thing and kind of drop the my tribe, your tribe thing and like just focus on these on these new potentials that are coming forth. You know, so it's not just the the light providing an experience, but it's also us uh, really opening up to receive everything that's available. Because for so long, the light would come and you'd catch like a quarter of it, half of it. You know, we'd be like, we're ready, I guess. You know, <laughs> like, okay, you know, and it's like you kind of get trickles in or whatever. Now that these floodgates are open, we really need to be as as open and participating with this light and realizing that it is part of us. You know, this is the return of us. It's the return of all of those activations. Beautiful. Well said, Sandra Walter. And what an incredible time to truly do this and live this light into new earth solutions, new earth creations. Yeah. So beautiful. Well, that's our time for today. I want to thank you for being here and sharing with us and everyone. And as we say goodbye, any last words of service? Everyone flow into that divine service and realize that, uh, you know, as I said earlier, uh, you know, all, all is well. There is nothing here but peace. There is nothing here but love. There is nothing here but source. And when you really tap into that, all the worries, all the concerns, all the external and internal chaos evens right out. And you just become that presence of love. What a beautiful presence of love. Sandra Walter, thank you. Thank you, too, for listening. If you'd like to access Sandra Walter's special offer, please click the link on this webpage. Her Ascension course and an online healing retreat is now available. And now it's time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. Enjoy.
Thank you for listening and thank you for dancing with us in our collective intentions as they go across the universe to the cosmic heart. I'd like to thank my wonderful team at AcousticHealth.com, Heidi, Tony, Tom, Pam, Suzanne, and Garner, who assist with the production of Quantum Conversations, online healing retreats, and more. And thank you, too, for listening. If you've enjoyed this program, please share it with your friends and loved ones. And we thank you for shining your magnificent light and adding it to the world. This is when we love ourselves like no one else can. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program.
Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms.